Bunters, g'day, it's Derby Day. Do we need to say anything more? Let's get stuck in. Shane Curlio, Mark Roden, Jack Dickens, and myself. Let's start with the Coolmore Stud Stakes. We're not going to fuck around because we've got four group ones to get through. Market as of Thursday morning has Indicongo and Extreme Warrior as joint favourites from Paleli, Artorias, Home Affairs, and Kalos. Dickens, where are you starting? Uh, that it's a very, very good race, and despite all the the drama and yarn that goes on, like we've had to get Mark on the show, we've had to beg him. He didn't want to. He said, "I haven't showered for two days." I said, "Mark, fuck, please just get in the shower, get on the show, would you please? You don't need a shave. You never need a shave. Just shower. Don't ever, just put a bit of water through it and get yourself sweet." And he's here because, despite what PVL's trying to do, this card is just littered, polluted with Sydney form. There's Sydney horses everywhere. Um. You know, uh, rule number one, step number one at the mailbag. Not, rule number one is never force it. But one of the first sort of rules up there, Peter, is speed maps are key. Get them right. And it's very hard to do on Derby Day because there's so many Sydney horses. So speed map I have, and I want you to correct me where you think I'm wrong, please, Mark Roden, is as this. I've got in the Congo sort of state and home affairs, sort of first three. Yep. Uh, I think Bruckner can just do whatever it wants from one. Pulele and Gimme Parr, I think, settled just in behind the speed. Extreme Warrior thereabouts. Kalos from 15 just does whatever it wants. Probably like forward or midfield. Minxed moment, Marine 1 there, thereabouts. Marine 1 went back to last um, at the Valley, but it was a small field and it won where no horse won all night. It was a really nice performance. Overpass, Extreme Flight. Ranchan, I think, gets Mink's moments back or Carlos's back, and then ingratiating Battalion and Artorius brings up the rear. Um, I think of the, the horse... That, as a rule, we want to be on horses that settle forward and midfield in straight races. Um, I worry where Ranchan gets to, but I think the price is really, really fair. Uh, I think the SP profile of it and ingratiating versus some of the ones that are right in the market here on the Victorian side, like the Calluses and that, that you just sort of have to back them. I think the straight form is really good form. I think Ranch Hand wasn't suited last start. And it's an enormous price, and you can bet and you can bet with confidence at that price. You don't have to have much on to get a heat back. So $34 there currently for Ranch Hand. What did you make of that map, Mark? Yeah, you got the the real speed horses. You got right, I think. Um, Home Affairs, the day it won at Rose Hill, just fired out of the gates from Gate 9 and was a length and a half in front after about 100 metres. A uh, bit, you know, in the Congo and the likes of that weren't in that race. But um, he's got some early toe. Obviously didn't use it. Well, he was just about leading for a while on the Everest, wasn't he? So mm. he could if they decide that's the way to go lead on his own, I think. Um, but in the Congo is pretty quick too. So, no, I think you got it pretty right. Sort of state um, might be a length off them. That's all I'd say. Mark, can I just quickly ask you, what's your thoughts on the Golden Rose form so far this season? Obviously, in the Congo, had pretty much everything in its favour that day to knock off Animo, but how do you think the form's stacking up out of the race? Well, Animo's been pretty reasonable since. Um, aside from it, though, um, it's just been fair, but it, Rose was pretty wany that day. It was up the inside. So the horses that, um, you know, like... Um, Awful horse, Coast Watch, and yep. even Star Tontes haven't really done much since, but they, they sort of had the saloon passage through. Hillel ran, got beaten about 50 metres in the Golden Rose after being three wide and came out and won its next two. So I think the form's strong. Okay. It was just one of those looking at the, the race, the, the Coolmore, 
looking at the Sydney form versus their Victorian form more than anything. And you get in the Congo as joint favourite, Blinker's first time for Gay and Adrian with Craig Williams on board. Like, yeah. Is it um, that obvious? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know what, I mean, I don't know how much sharper the Blinkers make it. Mm. Uh, obviously, you, you throw it in, throw it on because this is the, you know, their grand final for these type of horses. What price is home affairs? Yeah, I think that's that's too big a gap. I mean, he's look, he had the pattern to suit that day at Rose Hill, but that was a dominant win um, that day, and he and he showed he could do it both ends. So yeah, you've got to knock something off for the the track pattern that day. But the horse with that much pace, you know, then going toe to toe with Nature Strip next time out, I don't think he should be double figure odds. That's just not. I haven't done the race in depth, but that's just a, a feeling of Sydney. Sydney yeah. Nights. And meanwhile, Pilates yes, only don't. has one start down the straight and ran seventh, beaten by Lightsaber. So I've got a small. Mm-hmm knock against that. Sorry, Curls. No, just with that, you know, the Sydney horse, Sydney three-year-olds, they haven't been missed, have they? You know, they've they've had a fair few runs, um, particularly a horse like in the Congo, and, um, you know, they haven't missed any of those big races on the way through. Is there anything there that's sort of not overly exposed this preparation? Obviously, we've got Extreme Warrior, you know, who progressed from a maiden uh, to beat, to... Um, winning at Caulfield the other day, um... it was it was well back too, curls. Mm. But like I was sort of thinking the same way as you. But you'd hope to get twelve bucks this horse. Like it's mm. they've sort of said to you. The, the, well, as, the... as a punter's point of view, they've said to you this race. Good luck back in Extreme Warrior. We're the only one on the up. We don't want to take that on. And if you want to, if you want to bet, bet against it and a bit against the Sydney horses, then have you're going to have a good time here. I was just going to okay. say that maiden to a stakes race for miners exactly the same as Kalos. It, it won a maiden at Hawkesbury uh, and then bolted in down the straight. That, so that's similar similar uh, track to the race. What about the toppy who comes through a completely different form line? Um, you know, tack, you know, behind two lengths wild ruler. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously that's like an open grade race. Um, and then obviously last start at Caulfield Saboteur XL in another open 1100 sprint where an SP 850 did run last, beaten 4.7. Like it stayed away from. It wasn't considered up to them as a two year old. You, you're kicking up for it because it won the Magic Millions. Is that this is about? Well, it? He's always got his like cheer him on a little bit. That's what we do here. <laughs> no, well, it, like it did go back and win in Sydney first up and then. Um, and what did he, but he, start, he started 26 bucks in the slipper, though. Got beat away. So they, they didn't rate him. Yeah, clearly. Um, but obviously, after that Rose Hill run went away and trialed, had a couple of trials. All I'm saying is it hasn't, like, it drops back to three-year-old grade here. Is it any at all? Like, it's just the, it's different format. Two and up, 2.2 wild ruler at the Valley. Started, you know, 31s and then started 8.50 next start in that Saboteur XL race. Is there any... I, I think it's a. I think there you can make, make a nice performances. Yeah, I think you can make a case for it, and especially if they've like been up and in down the straight so far on Saturday, it's going to get going to be suited. Uh, I think the two easiest best to have if you're a smaller punter, or that's probably what I'm going to do as well, is ingratiating and ranch hand. Like ingratiating has SP profiles over a stack of these horses, and has what I value hugely is straight track experience. And it just sits behind, like we said, a lot of speed, good speed. It's probably not the spot to be 100%, but you're going to get 23, 34 bucks come race. So 
I think they're the safest ways to go. And and the, the most interesting horse for me by mile is fucking Artorias. That is Grouse form. That's Cox Plate form. Like that's, that's wait for age group one form. Yeah. And and it's a grand final camp who are very 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 good at training horses. It doesn't look like a setup I like, but then they know what they're doing, don't they? You know. Yeah. So uh, what Artorias do you do, Peter? Yeah, that, that's that's my pick in the race, Artorias. I know it gets back and so forth, but. This is a big capacity field. I know sometimes they do jog down the straight, but I just can't see how they'll be able to go that sort of speed. I just think they have to go quick up front. And for me, it's clearly the best type. I remember seeing it Blue Diamond Day. Um, can't wait to see what you and Jacko think out of the yard in terms of how some of these parade. If you're able to watch them parade, that is. Uh, this will also be the first time I've been out of the house in two years and it's going to be race seven. So, Yeah, you'll be fine. Get your uh, eye on the first four. I just see it's nine dollars. Fuck. So this thing would be three dollars if G Boss wasn't on for D Lane. <laughs> Obviously, the jockey switches that at six points to the price. Is that what well, you're I, I, Are we getting nine dollars because of G Boss? I think the market's the sort map, of saying it's at the moment. Fucking back with G Boss. Yeah. That 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 that's why they're saying, oh, well, right. Yeah, it is six hundred back. So and it's going to settle last. If it was going to settle midfield, I think there's a lot of grey. I think at the moment they're sort of happy to risk because of that map. Uh, if it just gaps them and wins, you, it'll make a lot of sense. A lot, a lot of sense. Fasc, fascinated to see what the market does with this horse late. Yeah. I agree. All right, shall we have a look at the Cantala next? That's race eight. Race eight, yep. I think just on face value, these are the two slightly more interesting group ones on the card. Uh, Mr. Brightside's currently favoured at $4.20 from Shalo at eight You've got Rhea Dini and Arameo. $10 a piece. Ice Bath is 11 So Superstorm. Cascadian, 12 Buffalo River, 13 So pretty congested at the top there. What's your starting point here, Dickens? Buffalo River and Mr. Brightside, who the bot backed like three back at Ballarat, and I thought maybe we won't send this because it's been up for a while. <laughs> it's now at Flemington in a group one and favourite. Uh, those two lead, I think, from Rhea Dini, who comes across from 10. Luna Fox kicks up from seven. I think Just Folk maybe even Lance Coffin, was ridden with intent last week, backs up here. Uh, Karma last back fence, Flash R, midfield, Romancer and Zutori, I don't know where, they, where they're going to lob. They need to make decisions from that from those barriers, though, particularly Zutori, who, for me, is a 1,200-metre horse down the straight, but they're a very good yard. What do you do? Quantum Mechanic, King Magnus next, Arameo, back and buried, Shalot, Superstorm, Cascadian, and... Rob's horse, Ice Bath, or Sheen's horse, Ice Bath. Just those four just last in in any order they want. Anyone disagree with that, with the Sydney horses, Mark, particularly? No. Um, Rhea Denny went way, way, way too hard in the Epsom last start, uh, and they will be looking for it to be ridden differently, no doubt. And the, most of the others that have been racing in Sydney have all drawn wide, as you've pointed out, oh, apart from Aramayo, who gets back anyway. The other two are drawn 15 and 16 and a straight back, I think. Uh, I think if Rhea Denny shows any intent... Which, who's riding? Uh, uh, she, yeah, Rachel uh, King. I wouldn't really know. Um, Will Willow will love cover, you know. He, he'd ideally have 1-1 one, one as opposed to outside lead or 1-A. He'd rather that bit of cover. So I think it'll be there, for, particularly even if a horse like Zutori wants to go hard. But that's Luke Curry, so... Little piggy just flew across the screen. So <laughs> there's no way he's digging this thing up and rolling forward, in my opinion. Linda will. Yeah, Linda, Linda leads and leads at a good tempo on Buffalo River. It's a great booking. It's a like an astute booking. Yeah, it really big is. Tick, big, big tick for the horse. 
She is absolutely airborne. Her ride yesterday, that thing we launched into that the, the rest of the market followed us in on. Like, what a, what oh, a fucking steady ride. Steady on, fucking steady on. It led in one. It, get, it pulled Anyone away from them. Anyone could have fucking sat on it. Nah, Anyone nah, could have sat nah. on it. It was a great ride. She stacked them and she got rolling. I loved that. I love how she's doing, and it was, a, it was a, yeah, it was a nice bet, wasn't it, Shane? Oh, of course it was. Fucking, if you didn't back it, you wouldn't have mentioned it. <laughs> exactly, but I backed it. I backed it, and it won. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, what about you? This race, Shane? <laughs> Shane, thoughts on this race, mate? Well, that's pretty obvious, isn't it? The sixteen flash R with the Queensland form. <laughs> <laughs> um, take 900s on Betfair late and thank me later. <laughs> what the fuck is it doing there? <laughs> um, I, look, I, I had a couple of guys... Um, oh, now, I'm a, now I'm a bloodstock agent. Now that I'm a bloodstock manager, I had a couple of clients call about this horse and I said, buy it. This horse has got very good ability. And you look through its form, it's had six trainers. I think uh, the latest one might be his seventh trainer. Started in North Queensland. One week it'd run over 2,000 metres. Two weeks later it'd be over 1,000. Ten days after that it'd be over 3,200. It's the most bizarre preparation I've ever seen for a horse that has reasonably good ability. And who's riding it? Local jockey Madeline Wishart, who... Um, so what's the guy? She's allowed to come here and go straight home? Are we allowed to go to Queensland now? I don't understand. No, you're not, but they are. No, uh, Anastasia still has a no dickhead policy in place. Uh, <laughs> that's why so, you'll never leave. Anyway, no, that's why she I won't let leave. you back in. Can't get back in. <laughs> but my uh, kids look, are up there. I don't give a fuck. Madeline Wishart uh, has, obviously, if you look at through the thing there, like a long association with this horse, she, it got bucked off. Um, she got bucked off this horse one day and then came out and won the next start in a listed race at the Gold Coast, from memory, or something like that anyway. Um so, yeah, like, like I said, strange prep. Um, well, I hope they enjoy the experience. Yeah. Um, I've got nothing else to add to this race. So I really, like, have a look at these. This is a terrible, terrible race for a million dollars. Screw one over a mile. All right. No Mark, interest whatsoever. Mark, this is my angle here, right? So, Riadini, as we both know, went way too hard there last start. It's going to settle outside the leader here, and it will have Linda Meach dictating the pace. Now, if there's any camp in Australia that can keep a horse or get a horse back up after a brutal run, it's Gay and Adrian. It will just have Linda Meach dictating the pace. She'll get a perfect speed up front for Riadini and it will be strong going through the line. You go back two starts, it was beaten 0.8 of a length by very elegant at weight for age. That's clearly the best form here and we're getting double figures. Yeah, and I mean, I, I backed it in the episode and I just sort of had to off that. It, you know, the weight for age form where the weight drops are pretty tried and true sort of method in those big miles at, at Randwick. Uh, was worried about the map and I was right to be because it was an absolute shit show. It was World War Three up front that day. Um, now, yeah, if, it's, if you think it's only going to be an even tempo, then you're right. That is that is extremely strong form. Uh, how much weight's he got this time? 55. Yeah, 51 in the Epsom, but it's probably that much stronger, uh, that much weaker a race, I suppose. Yeah. It's an obvious bet, isn't it, at the price? Uh, it's, it's an hack, easy one to have. I think, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think Mr. Brightside will start favourite and probably win. It's going to get the perfect run. Craig Williams suits his horse big time. The big track, Craig, perfect map for Craig. I think Shalott will be the best of the closing horses. It's a horse with a good amount of upside still. 
And I think quantum mechanic number 10 is the best roughie in this race. I think it's going to get an okay run, needs a little bit of luck early. Um, I, I think it helps Craig, just like you said, Pete, like it's going to help Rachel King. Like Linda's going to help this race be well run and it's going to suit horses who settle in the first like sort of six horses here and that's going to be the favourite. Um, so I just think it's going to be really, really hard to beat. Okay. Let's jump back to race five. That's the Empire Rose, the Group 1, Everton Mile for the Phillies and Mares. You've got Tofane favourite at 370, Mystic Journey 550, Colette 7, Flying Mascots 10, Still a Star 11, the Kiwi Amaralina is 17 and Hungry Hearts the same. Well, let's just start by saying if Fly Mascot's 10 in fives, it's probably going to win by six lengths here. This, like, what happened last week and it backs up off it. Scary stuff. Um, obviously, it was a bit sloppy, that track there, and I enjoyed that, but this thing grew wings, so just big watch it in the market. Uh, speed map punters. The hardest of the day. I think Fly Mascot has enough speed to lead, but they didn't last week and it pissed in, so they're not going to lead here, you'd think. Mirror Vision, Harmony Rose could roll across from 10 and 13, I thought. Mark Roden, but not sure. Pride of Jenny, still a star there, thereabouts. Then the next sort of lot, Tefane, uh, Amaralina, Nimali, and then Cirillo Miss, I think, snicks from 15. It's just too much speed inside it, particularly the Sydney horses. If the Sydney horses, Mark says, don't go forward, then Cirillo Miss might. Colette, Kiku, Sierra Sue, uh, Worsen Midfield, Hungry Heart, and Stain and Snick from the wide draws go back to last. Mystic Journey. Mystic Journey could settle wherever it wants. It is quick enough to settle wherever it wants. But with Luke Nolan on, I'm leaning towards lack of intent, and I think just midfield may be slightly worse. And you're going to sphincter, sphincter if you back it, which I already have, is going to tighten. You're going to get the shits when they settle. <laughs> and then you're going to have stack a pony like coming into the bend as as the good horse. Like, and they're all good horses start to get through their gears. And you're just going to be waiting there, hoping that, that Luke's behind the right horse. You I think she's fucking airborne. I think she'll win. But she just is going to need a lot to go right mid-race. And Luke's going to need to find a little bit of luck. Particularly, he's going to need more luck if he doesn't find any intent early. It's pretty interesting, isn't it? Because like it doesn't need luck. Like It just needs to be ridden. Probably. Oh, if you owned it, it would just be barrage. You know, it would like, be like, real quick, I want you to settle on the first four horses. But some of its biggest efforts have been when it's been on those fucking hot tempos and been mm. like brought on speed and just too strong. Yeah, but I'm trying to map, like we've talked about this on Midweek Masterclass, we talked about this on q and I'm trying to map for the most likely scenario, not for what I think they should do. Mm, I understand. I'm just saying it's like, there's, yeah, there's no need, there shouldn't be any need to have fucking luck in the equation here with this horse. Yeah, I but, agree. But, but like you say, we'll just we'll just jump and we'll balance up and we'll let her just get in a rhythm and leave her where she's comfortable. I, I think while we're fucking six off him. <laughs> I think still a star's going to get a great run again. And uh, before we keep dribbling and yarning, I'll also Tafana gets a lovely run, whatever happens. But Mark, what do you think, Harmony Rose, Mirror Vision, Map Wise? Oh, have, only one option is to go forward from those gates. Yes. I would say Harmony Rose is best winner. Is on pace anyway. I but think. didn't Kath just just sneak heavy once? I remember you erupting or someone erupted. No, it was Rachel. It, it missed the start half a length, and that was the day it was it mapped to lead in an absolute walk on a dynamite leaders track, and it missed the start half a length, and she just sat on like a statue and ended up about sixth. What about and Kathy the other the, week with the helicopter cam just whipping it to get it in, into a like one out one back? <laughs> who was Crazy, that? Kathy. Oh right, sorry. Yeah. Still love her. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, distracted. Yeah, well, that was Rachel anyway. Um, on Harmony Rose that day. 
But um, yeah, they, they go forward for sure. Interesting, Amaralina's drawn a gate at last, so it'll it'll finally get a good run. I don't know if it's good enough at the sort of set weights to beat those uh, at the top of the market, but it has not been suited at all yet in Sydney. It's going to get like the grouse run and be even more suited by if Luke Nolan does lack intent here. Mm, yeah, it's look, she's a good horse. I think she won the New Zealand Oaks or something, so perhaps wants a bit further, but this, I think she's only third up, so 1600 is okay. And yeah, like I say, just drawn terribly both runs in Sydney so far. All I'll say yeah. is remember last year's edition. It, it looks is this like, the race where I took the big price or the good price? Um, Mystic Journey. Mystic and, Journey, it yeah. crunched and it never got out. Yeah, yeah I remember that. that it shit. sort of just yeah. looks like another replay of that, doesn't it? You, you what won that, Odium? Um, it was Shout the Bar. Gay, Gay Bob. Yes, well, you wouldn't be surprised to see Tefane win, and it's how, it's the it's the horse with the uh, with the form. It has form behind um, horse proper horses. Yeah, and and why didn't it go to the invitation? Oh, because it's not a Sydney horse. It didn't get invited. I don't know who invited PPL. It's like that's a good question. Do we do we work out who invited them all? It would have been. He would have. She would have been invited. Bloody media award got invited. Mm. Yeah. Tafane must have got invited as well. It was one yeah. of those things where like it was going to be pretty like tight event, and then mm. they sort of realised halfway through, fuck, no one's coming, so they started inviting everyone. Yeah. So <laughs> pretty, pretty neat efforts. Being a length in Santa Fe's and uh, three quarters of a length, I am thunderstruck. Oh, wrinkles, Williams. will just have her in the right spot and and making sure that she's strong enough that last furlong. Yeah, so but yeah, one. we should have, one for me. we should have used this. It's a little bit of a wrinkle with Mystic Journey is the map. Mm. I say another one, wrinkle. Um, we haven't mentioned Colette. No. Uh, done this job for us last time. God bless it. I just don't like the map enough. Um, it did want to win this. It would want uh, heavy. I reckon. Bit of rain. I, I, if Steinem beats at home, I'll be shocked. Um, but and I'm not that worried about as much as other people would be, like that it wants it heavier because I think Flemington is just the greatest racing surface in Australia. Oh, it's not going to be wet, is it? There's a yeah, little bit of rain. Yeah, but it's still going to have a nice amount of cushion for yeah. it to let down. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yes. Yes. No, like, but it, it can't be. Gonna... It can't be affected. I mean, it's going to be patchy rain today and going forward, and, and Flemington's the best. Wet weather track and on earth anyway, so it'll be a four. It'll be a four with give. Yeah. Fair assessment. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the last of the group ones on the card is the Derby. Forget you, just slight favourite at four forty ahead of Gunstock at four sixty. Hitotsu six fifty. Tudakaka is nine with Allegra on ten. Everything else is completely and utterly cast in the market. You like the pronunciation there, Dickens? Yeah, so that five times fast. You know, I'm just thinking Ace Ventura, you know? I got told, I went to a wedding the other week and told I looked like Ace Ventura at a wedding. It was, uh, I thought, I think that was a compliment. <laughs> if Michael Hutchinson and, yeah, yeah, a bit of Hutcho, fucking Jim Carrey about you. You must have been extremely fucking high or extremely drunk if you're copping Ace Ventura as a um, compliment. Yeah. <laughs> That's a compliment. That is a compliment. Uh, I think that just means memorable, the, memorable character. Get the intern to wedge in a photo of um, 
Ice Ventura right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, speed map. Character, uh, zoom on, roll forward. Commander Harry rolls forward. Jungle Magnate and Gundek get just beautiful runs from good draws. Allegron, Gunstock and Cerberus. Now, Allegron's going to get in. Gunstock and Cerberus. I think Cerberus should roll forward from that wide draw, and that's shown enough speed to do that. I don't know what they're going to do with Gunstock. It's Ooh. like the the Mystic Journey. Like, it's a real wrinkle. It's a, there's a lot of wrinkles. and <laughs> it's, it's on steroids. Um, Hitotsu gets a nice run. Forgot You gets a nice run midfield. Akira sort of just will kick up, I assume, from that good draw, as will Tawaters, Sebastian, the Fox, uh, Clyde thereabouts. I think Tatunka, Cheerful Moment, Raging Bull, El Rocco, King of Pharaohs, and Spirit Gaylord, if they get a run, they all have to sort of go back from wide draws. I think Gunstock's favourite to go back from that wide draw. Has which to be. Gives, gives the other horses a fair advantage, you'd think. Um, it's just about how the track's playing and how much of a disadvantage it is to be circling from last. We've seen this horse can sustain a really strong um, close. Uh, it, every sectional suggested it's going to sustain a really strong close at the bigger trip. But, like, you know, some of these derbies, like, as we know, was it. Was Pagans last year or the year before that? Right. I can't remember. Last you know? year. I tried to block it out of my mind. But that was one of the most disgraceful tempos of all time. So it'd be really hard to sort of circle them in a big field like this off a tempo like that. I, I anticipate a stronger tempo. What do you think, Mark? Has to be, doesn't it? It was the slowest derby of all time, wasn't it, last last year? Yeah. So you'd anticipate it to be quicker than last year. Apparently, um, just, just off topic... Um, you know how the, the it's like it's a complete circus down here with the CT scanner. Oh, yeah. Apparently, like you know, Danny has none. For, like he's two from his last fifty, and Young Werther was the last horse to go through the scanner. Oh. <laughs> and got scratched. <laughs> <laughs> like it's absolutely cursed. <laughs> it'll turn, Danny. Hang in there, mate. It'll turn. It has to. Um, speed map thoughts there, Mark Ryder. I don't really know. Um, I, I Sorry, know I shouldn't use that South African tone when I use your name at this current climate. You know, I don't, no, don't want to insinuate any connection between you and Hawk. I'm, I'm virtually every other ethnicity on earth except South African, so um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, don't know. Don't know a lot about a lot of the Melbourne horses, and I think the with the Sydney horses, of which there are almost none, um, they'll just be dictated by the barriers. Oh, there's, a, there's a last start scone winner in this, I think, isn't there? Good old oh. five. Went really well for scone there in the, in the 58. Marked at $500, 501 dollars. Don't be surprised. Well, we spent we just spent 10 minutes talking about flash hour and the Cantala. We can spend five on Clyde, can't we? <laughs> Dennis Pagan won the derby last year. <laughs> Fucking and laugh it's... when it's 900 SP and wins. <laughs> Have a double with Clyde at 500. <laughs> All right, what are we doing? Who wants to go first? Look, I can only do this one way, right? So I don't know the form of a lot of these horses that are in this field. Don't really want to know the form of a lot of the horses in this field. I'm going to stick at the top end of the market. I'm going to look at the map, and I'm going to suggest that Hitotsu, for Ma Ustus, John Allen, gets a perfect run in transit. I'm putting a line through Gunstock, just given the, the gate. It would need Group 1 Jai times a million. Then you've got a Kiwi and Forget You. So out of Hitotsu, Forget You, and Tutu Kaka, 
maybe Allegra on who's getting the who's most suitable to winning this race, Dickens. I, I liked where how you started that. I think Hitotsu's the safest way to bet here. It's gonna get a good run. It's not too close to the fence for for um the the Yeah man, John Allen, the Cox Plate winning Irishman, father of Ben. He's got um serious momentum. This horse hasn't been suited and I think could be really well suited here. Uh, I think you, like four dollars is a fair price for Gunstock. It's the best horse here. It's the best profiled horse here by more. I think. I think Forgot You was good, but not like dominant last week. I think it softens slightly. Uh, I think Hitotsu gets the run, and I can sort of find it. I could easily find it off our prices just with a little tick for its map. But Gunstock, even with a penalty for its map, still going to be a bet and. Uh, It'll just. I'm happy to wait though, just to see how the track is racing, and maybe hear something from Mick Price, who's one of the more uh, interesting trainers. Like if he says something about what they're going to do, it's worth listening to. So, um, yeah, I'll keep my ear out for that, and uh, I'll go from there. Okay. I'll stick with Hitotsu main bet. Comes out of the Caulfield Guineas. That's clearly the best form reference. Where it beat home, forgot you which obviously is on the quick backup, but maybe a little questionable about how that race was run. Uh, I'm happy to just glance around it. Hmm. That is interesting, yeah. 2-2 Kaka brings the Queensland form, have to mention it. Um, <laughs> thought they put it on for it the other day, to be honest. I wasn't that impressed with its last furlong. Um they run no. They run no time. You know, like, I, I, yeah. You wanted to label Animo the best horse in Australasia um, in the last seven days, and the the Hitotsu's the the form. Yeah. The rest are just B grade form. Well, what's it? What's your like uh, traditional sort of much more experienced position mark? Sixteen hundred to two twenty five hundred. Um. The traditional, much more experienced view is hate it yeah. in one hit. Yeah. So yeah, but that's before Australian trainers could try. Sorry, what was that? Favorite. We might be favorite to get a bigger price come the jump. Uh, look, I mean, that, it's thinking from days gone by. Also, if it's faster than run again, it sort of that's out of the equation. Mm. But I mean, I, I'd want to have seen. I've wanted to seen something to suggest it was always looking for this trip. Um, I mean, look, history's littered with horses who had a class edge winning derbies, even even the Sydney derby, you know. Mahogany won both derbies, and it, was, it later on was winning 1,000-metre races in its career, but it was winning at 2,500 as a three-year-old. Um, but, he, but he was a lot better than him. I mean, is this horse a lot better than him? I'm just backing the trainers to be a lot better than... Most of the trainers here, yeah. with regards oh, yeah, to well, stays, yeah, they're almost all day bets at twenty four five hundred yeah. anyway, aren't they? So. Exactly. I reckon that's a great point. Um, you know, you talk about traditional lead ups and all that sort of shit. That's when Bart Cummings was the leading trainer in Australia, and there was no one else that trained in this country with any European experience. And I think Mara and Eustace, I think you know, we've talked about twenty two hundred meters and beyond, and, and they're stable and they could produce one to win first up two thousand. Yeah. yeah, well, they've got that real European flavour, that stable. Like, he have. spent six months there when he was rubbed out for whatever he did. And uh, Eustace, he sounds like he's from over there somewhere to me. So, 
And it wasn't as it wasn't a six brief for Guineas, as we know. It was a brutally run race, so fastest of all time. Um, since we were since they started recording them. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Uh, Dickens, do you have a best bet for the punters at home? Do you have something else on the card that stands yeah, out? I have I have a bet. Uh, we'll spend 200 That seems to be the nice number to spend. And I also have a question for you, Peter. Good. A racing question, so don't stress. Um, this horse, Samazdat, in race four, jumped out as good as two very nice horses in the last, which is um, September Run, who I think you have to back. Track and trip horse. Miles back in grade, been going well. If it's going to win again, this is the race. Also, Root and Beauty, who's now with Waller. Samus Dat was catching them on the line in a jump out down the Flemington Strait. Goes to race four, where I think Kemal Passer is just the easiest bet of all time to have. It's the only track and trip horse in this race, and I love track and trip horses down the straight. So, 200 bucks, Kemal Passer. Yep. Race four, four. number two. $3.80. Yep. But... What do you think about this Samus Dat? It's a it's a WA horse who I've asked you about a couple of times and you completely dismissed. You said nut won't be ready or won't won't be winning. That jump out was very very sharp. I like the horse back in distance. It seems counterintuitive for a lot of racing people because it settles back and it always flashes home, but it needs that tempo up front to be able to show its turn of foot. Now I'll point out that probably the most similar track that we have over here to Flemington is Pinjarra. Um, in terms of the, the general straight, they obviously do straight races down Pinjarra as well. Um, Samizdat has a really good Pinjarra track record, whether it's with a bend or down the straight. Um, he hasn't raced down the straight as such, but he still has the time to wind up. I really like that as a setup. He'll be able to camp there. I, I'll be having something something on a silly price. Okay, cool. Right, well, best bet is uh, race four, number two, Kemal Passer. But uh, the Mailbag's very own Bloodstock manager, the CEO of Bloodstock at Mailbag, bloodstock.com.au, uh, Shane Kelly has been active and we've we've struck, we've struck a blow. Head to themailbag.com.au immediately if you want to find out what we did and get your opportunity to grab a share. It's cheap. It'll go very, very quick. Merch for days in the shop. Shane, anything you want to say about the horse? No, just jump on there and just um, uh, sign up to the expression of interest form. Um, you'll get some information soon. Um, we've brought a, a um, an ice country cups horse for the Western District of Victoria that um, our man Jackson Oldham has lined up the uh, the data of what it's been able to produce and when and on what conditions and. Um, I don't want to go to the early crow either, you know. Just make sure that you've uh, freed yourself up for the Warrnambool Carnival in May, Jack. Seem to have a kid every second Warrnambool, or it's COVID. <laughs> anyway, that's us. Head to themailbag.com.au. Download the app if you want to bet with people who win. Have a great week. Enjoy Derby Day. What a great day. I'm actually going to the races. Can't wait. 